0: This podcast is brought to you from our friends at Tincata Protective Fabrics, Emergency Networking, Grip, and IFSTA.
1: Welcome to Sun to the Flag Radio, brought to you by Fire Engineering Blog Talk Radio. I want to give you a quick overview of Sons of the Flag. We were founded in 2012 to support just one burn survivor. Sons of the Flag has evolved into a nonprofit organization fully committed to revolutionizing burn care for veteran, first responder, and civilian burn survivors by providing funding for innovative research, fellowships for doctors to further their training in treating burn survivors, and support for those impacted by a traumatic burn. We are at the forefront of advancing burn technologies and advancements in surgical procedures, and we address needs for every age group, ethnicity, and geographic location within the United States. To that end, Sons of the Flag brings together pioneering physicians who are leaders in their field, experienced military service members, dedicated first responders, passionate civilians, and burn survivors to complete our mission. Over the last 10 years, Sons of the Flag has partnered with prominent burn units throughout the country, including UT Southwestern and Parkland Hospital here in Dallas, the John Hopkins Burn Center in Baltimore, the DuPont Children's Hospital in Wilmington, Delaware, Brigham and Women's Hospital at Harvard University in Boston, Legacy Oregon Burn Center in Portland, the University of South Florida Tampa General Burn Unit, Bay Pines, the Florida VA and the Brooke Army Medical Center in San Antonio. We continually communicate with doctors, nurses, social workers, and child life specialists who request on behalf of their patients vary according to each burn survivor's situation. All this information can be found at www.sonsoftheflag.org, and any additional information you might need can be also found on that site. As we start with all of our episodes, I want to go ahead and read some of our fallen heroes since our last show, and at the end, pause a little bit longer for all of our fallen law enforcement and military veterans that we've lost. Benjamin Sapper. Josh Bischoff, Tim Rodriguez, Tony Sousa, Eddie J. Steins, Sean Giles, Anthony DeSimone, Terrison Jackson, Kevin Ward, Mia Etheridge, Joe Parrish, Josh Kogel, Troy Thompson, Earl Dyer. Let us take a moment to honor him. So that brings us to about 61 fatalities in 2023. Uh, it's a number we don't like seeing. Nope. Um, I would love to see it be below 100. Um, it's our job to honor and remember the fallen since, you know, lessons learned is what it is, and we never forget their memory.
2: And it keeps feeling like it's all it's going to do is just ramp up from here. Mm-hmm. With everything it's, going on, it's just.
1: Yeah, it's just mass chaos. Yeah. So kind of like in the intro, I talked about dedicated military service members, bird, dedicated first responders, task force, Mm -hmm. passionate civilians. I think we've got the most passionate (laughs) civilian. Can you hear me?
2: No, your mic. You want to flip it up? Oh, no. Flip it up. (laughs) You're making my mistake. Ah, (laughs) Making my mistake. The mistake that Ah. I made until like three months ago.
1: Yeah.
3: (laughs) Now you
2: can see me.
1: Yeah, we can see. Newbie, man. Newbie. (laughs) No. So we got our... Members, you know, we got Bird and all of our experienced military members that we've had, our first responders to the task force, mm-hmm. Greg, and all those leaders, which we'll talk about towards the end. But passionate civilians. Yeah. All right, obviously, we all know <laughs> Zach. We know DJ. You're our two most passionate Absolutely. individuals, right? they are ambassadors for Sons of the Flag, and then we have Sherry. But we have one in front of us. That if you don't know, well, now you know. Just in. I I I encourage you to find her on Facebook, LinkedIn, LinkedIn. And all that stuff. Um, she we'll gonna, go
2: over all the handles. We'll make sure you want to follow that. Yeah, she's gonna <laughs> blow
1: your mind with what she does. Um, what she's done for Sons of the Flag is Disney, it's, yeah. it's it's insane. You know, we've got amazing task force members, but what Sheena Sherepata has done for us is un. Believable. And if
2: you want to talk about passionate about these projects, about genuinely helping people, about genuinely getting to the source of issues, this is the lady you need to talk to. Yes, <laughs> sir.
1: No, Sheena, she works at uh, Planet Ford uh, 635 and Rad Rides, and also the marketing, community, events organizer, all around guru. Anything you need done, for the, especially through the first responder community, mm-hmm. uh, Sheena is your go to. And again, She's taking sons of the flag events to the next level. I yeah, mean, absolutely. she's kind of she's kind of uh, embarrassed us on the task force, for what she's done. <laughs> but it's good. You know, get your you, shit together, guys. Jeez, yeah, <laughs> you got Gary and you know Arkansas doing his thing, and all those other cats doing their stuff. But Sheena down here in Texas um, is blowing all just, y'all out of the water. Yeah, she's yeah, she's kicking my ass too. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I have no shame. But Sheena, we're glad to have you. Thank Thanks you for, for having us. me. No, um, tell us a little about yourself. I mean, I I know you. Um, again, I know everybody can find you to follow you on Facebook or LinkedIn or that they can kind of get an idea, but talk a little bit about who you are, where you're from oh, gosh. And, yeah. yeah how how yeah. how'd you start jumping into kind of from the beginning?
4: um wow, so from originally from Plano, well, Chicago I was born and then moved down here when I was three, and I then, heard that Chicago Chicago yeah <laughs> um, and then grew up here in Plano, played soccer, um ended up going to the University of Oklahoma, and when I graduated came back here. And uh, my dad worked for Ford Motor Company, so basically I didn't really know what I wanted to do after school, so I started getting into the car business and went through a couple dealerships and then ended up at uh, Planet Ford 635, and they had this unique kind of community position where they were allowed to get engaged and develop events, and it just kind of took off from there and randall reed um his son is military so he was a huge is a huge supporter of veterans and first responders and we kind of got connected through that and then between what he was doing and what we were allowed to do things just kind of took off
2: and would you would you say this is a realm of like as far as nonprofit work or event work that you've been interested in kind of f- from day one
4: um i always just love helping people Um, obviously y'all know that about me. So 99% of the time I think about other people, uh, versus myself. So it's just being like compassionate. And then obviously we'll get more into my story, but you know, after you go through so many things, it's like, you just want to be able to help others and pay it forward and help where you can. And, um, since I didn't serve my way of giving back was I found, Hey, through social media, I can, Spread awareness on Sons of the Flag and and show people how to get involved, where to get involved, and be able to grow these events where we can bring in money to support the mission. And that's kind of my way of being able to give back.
2: Yeah. Nice. Hell yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, you have an energy that's certainly unmatched. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, through all and the when, events, you're, when you're
2: meeting when you're meeting up at like five or six in the morning to do an event, you're almost like, Sheena, <laughs> yeah, I love yeah. you, but just give me give me a little bit of time Turn to wake it down. up. <laughs> yeah. She's already
1: cracking the whip. And then by herself. the afternoon
2: you're like, Okay,
1: yeah. I need some of that energy, Sheena, please. <laughs> No she's got an energy that I mean it's 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 impossible to match and you know what you've done just on the fundraising side for us you know through the you know through the shoots have been amazing, you know, and to watch the transformation of Sons and kind of get a little bit more broader here in the DFW area is mainly because of, you know, the work that you've put in. You and Sherry have done phenomenal things tying this in and, and making sure our mission's out there. And so, we'll,
2: we'll, we'll cover the we'll cover the SOTF yeah. stuff first. And because then we really want to get and in, dive into one of the real reasons that you're here, but with the with the shoot, like how yeah. did that come come around? Because you do some for other organizations as well, correct?
4: Yes. Um, basically, we got connected um, when you guys had the Hummer build. So looking to get you know the wheels and the tires and the
1: super delayed Hummer he, build, yeah, COVID. <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> right when coming. when yeah. COVID happened. Um, but we were able to help with getting all of that donated, and I know you were still able to get some ticket sales off of it, oh, and yeah. then being able to meet your whole team. Um, It just was a mission that To me, there's, and it's all a good thing, there's so many organizations that are doing stuff for mental health, which is important. But then when I learned what you guys were doing, I'm like, wow, I've never even thought about this before. Um, They really need to get this message out there. So I was like, why don't we just do a clay shoot for you guys? And then became you know good friends with the whole team. And then it just kind of took off from there and then kind of got involved with Country for Country. And then a lot of these organizations, getting them to get more involved with you guys. And it just kind of took off. From there so with
2: you know I, I, because i know what what it was like whenever i first started interacting with sons of the flag and finally meeting burn survivors and stuff have you had you had any interaction with burn survivors before and if no. not what was it what was it like to finally like to meet zach and to and to meet some of these individuals
4: um hearing his story was just phenomenal and you know when i first went up to him I was like, okay, do I give him a hug? Do I shake his hand? What do I do? And then he just like came right up into me for a bear hug. (laughs) Oh, they're a a hugger family. I was like, I didn't even have a a chance to ask. And I love that, like his his passion and his spirit um, with everything that he's been through. And it's just things that I've never thought about before. So even with my stuff, like Sherry said, Sheena, everything you've gone through with, with your story, it's this trauma that you've overcome. But then at the same time for a burn survivor, they have to deal with the, the physical as, as well, if the appearance that that's a whole nother side of it. And I was like, I've never even thought of that before. Um, and then a lot of people I catch now where they'll say like a burn victim and I'm like, no, they're a survivor. Yeah. Yeah. yeah It's a burn survivor. So it's just being educated.
5: Seconds count when responding to an emergency. Minutes save count when documenting your day. Emergency networking makes records management easier and faster with its fire and EMS solution user friendly, complete online and offline functionality, highly customizable, all at an affordable price. For more information, please visit emergencynetworking.com.
2: And it is it, it, it and I I think we all did it whenever we first started working with with yeah. burn survivors and and you'll find yourself slipping up still cuz whenever it, you you that victim mentality and and whenever you meet them, there is none of that. There is right. there is
1: no That's why we use the term ambassador. You have ambassador. a message. You have a message that's it's gonna be sent out, right? Yeah. you you have a message and a mission. And, and if you
2: think- haven't if you haven't heard Zach's speech at country for country, oh my phenomenal. Go, yeah. Go on uh go on our Facebook page. I'm gonna throw it up on our YouTube too. And he's I mean, gosh, I mean he's look,
1: come so far.
2: Oh my yeah. gosh. That, it's so eloquent. I mean, jeez.
1: But, but you know, yeah. Go ahead. Uh,
2: uh, well, I, I was talk about, <laughs> Sorry,
1: sorry. I mean, we're so excited because <laughs> it's just super passionate about this, and we, we got like I said, we got to match Sheena on the energy. Yeah,
2: here. we're trying. You no,
1: know, um, Fortunately it's ten thirty. It's not it, five a.m. It's super exciting. I mean, because I was going through some of the numbers that we had, you know, especially on fundraising. You know, for the last what eight years on our site, we talk about we've raised over six million dollars, and, mm-hmm. and you know, I would love to see how much Sheena's been directly tied to that. Oh yeah, because of what the amount of what she's raised is. Been able to help fund some of Zach's surgeries. Been able to help fund some of the other surgeries. Not even that, but help parents like DJ and the you know the wives and spouses. You know, and, you know Todd and his family.
2: Yeah. Well, and I think it's super important to to really recognize what you did during COVID as well, because easily things could have shut down for us. I mean, we were mm-hmm. in a all nonprofits were in a very dark spot then. Because yeah. then yeah. you're really re- relying on what you're raising from social media and stuff like that. But even with social media, you're not unless you're a large Organization, you're not going to get those that flood of income. And the fact that you were able to work with these clay shoot places and all the guys that you worked with to to get stuff set up, we had an event during COVID and everything went phenomenal. <laughs> yes. And, it, and we raised some good money. And, for we, did and we, did yes. we did not wear masks. And <laughs> we did not wear masks. <laughs> we did not. We were outside <laughs>
1: six feet apart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> shoulder to shoulder with a yeah. shotgun. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: But so if, if, when when you're setting up these events or whenever you're looking for a nonprofit to to kind of work with, what what drives you towards one?
4: Um, a lot of times now I've learned is working with like you guys. If there's someone that you know, so I try to do a little bit of research. Um, first to kind of, you know, make sure it's a, a valid organization. And the thing that I love about Sons of the Flag is those dollars are going directly back. I see where they're going to. Mm-hmm. We know what burn survivors were helping or where the research is done and how you guys talked about technology not changing. Yeah, um, That's important because, you know, they're seeing where your dollars go and there's a lot of big organizations where you may never see where to me local impact is huge in the communities to make a difference and um even with the dealership being in garland you know to have our garland firefighters come out to the clay shoot and to attend country for country Mm -hmm. and now one of them actually wants to join the task force i believe out of garland
1: we'll put them to work Yeah. yeah absolutely so
4: really finding out like what they're doing locally in the community um and I think being able to just have that same work ethic and drive, um, just like us and Sherry. I mean, Sherry and I, we're just identical. We oh, get yeah. it. We oh, yeah. We feed off each other. When we'll we get were... y'all into, you two into the room. <laughs>
2: Golly. Yeah. It's, yeah Nothing yeah. can't happen. And <laughs> yeah.
4: I would say that's the hardest part is when you're doing these events, you got to have that teamwork. Mm. And if someone's doing the whole thing and then someone's not really helping or if you can get – you know it's just event planning is hard and whole yeah but finding that synergy that's important you know when finding someone to work with. i think
1: with. you talked about having the transparency right understanding yes. where those dollars are actually going to because again i i've dealt with other organizations that you don't know yep and we've always prided ourselves or, or on. you
2: find out that they're really not giving it to them Bingo, right right, right. And, you know
1: sherry as the president and ceo does not make what anybody thinks that she probably makes nope. and that's because it was her commitment and you know Bird's commitment to make sure that these this money goes back to those yeah. we're we're swear to take care of and I you can know, vouch for that yeah 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 <laughs> if you need if you need to hire Landon, he's always <laughs> <in the best laughs> he's available podcast videos photos. no but I mean having that full disclosure and that full transparency to ensure that the money that you raise specifically goes to a certain cause right whether it be for UT Southwestern or it may be a bed or some sort of chair that somebody's dean. We know 100% that that money is going to that exact location. And that's what I think separates. All right, let me back up. That's not what just separates this organization from others. There's a lot of great organizations out there that have that full transparency. But I think that's one thing that Bird has realized is that you have to have that level of transparency because no one's going to invest in you. You wouldn't have invested into Sons sun to the flag with your time and energy if we didn't have that level of transparency. And I think that's where a lot of these charities and these nonprofits that they kind of miss that mark. Yeah. People want to know, where's my money going? Yes. And every bit of money that we always say raise in that area stays in that area. That's what we want. We want it to fund your burn center. We don't want it to come down to Dallas. We want you to fund up there
0: in Iowa. If you're in Iowa, we want you to fund your location. That's what this is all about. IFSTA is dedicated to updating firefighting techniques and safety through the creation of our manuals, apps, curriculum, resource one, and more. Our high-quality, technically accurate, and affordable training and education materials have made us a worldwide leader of the fire service. Visit us at ifsta.org for more information.
2: And there's and there's so many different organizations because there's so many different causes and I want to kind of like turn a little bit to a cause that's recently become very much a passion of yours and mm-hmm. and because you you Suffered with it, and and you had to do all the research to find out what was going on. I can't say the name <laughs> for the life of me. I screw it up every single We're time. We're gonna
1: call her Doctor Sheena from now on <laughs> yeah, okay. because she has she has flipped this entire world on its head. I'm telling you right now. So first, what what is it called?
4: Trigeminal neuralgia. Yeah. See, I never forgot that. <laughs> you can call it TN. TN. Yeah. yeah. TN. So,
2: and, all right, I like TN. <laughs> that that I can manage. Um. So, tell us about what was going on. What made you even research this or think like what did you think it was before and what is and what is it
4: yeah so um i'll kind of tell tell you a little bit about what it is and then kind of how the story developed but so basically trigeminal neuralgia you have 12 cranial nerves in your head and your fifth nerve runs like this and you can have a blood vessel
1: runs like what kind of goes right right,
4: like right here over your sinuses Mm -hmm. up and over through your temple, kind of um, behind your ear, down in your jawline and your neck. So it's in abo- above both of your teeth. Okay. Hmm. So, um, and then it's you can have a blood vessel, a vein or an artery. They're not supposed to be touching. So if it sits there, it'll pulsate like this, and over time, it wears down your myelin sheath nerve coating, mm-hmm. and it's more direct contact. Yeah. So it's actually known as the suicide disease. So you can get this from a bad root canal, dental work, teeth being pulled, like, which is scary to think about that your dentist is that important. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And now what they're seeing is there's a lot of people with head trauma, concussions, TBI injuries that also have this. Um, And that's why my story is so unique is I didn't have the teeth pain and sensitive face. So a lot of people, they can't even eat. They have to grind up their food. Food in a blender and drink it, and then some of them can't even touch their face, like their their spouse can't even kiss them or their kids because it's excruciating pulsing pain, and it's known as the suicide disease. So, so to clarify,
2: it's 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 a blood vessel or vein that's pushing up against this nerve, nerve, and mm -hmm. so you're just getting this constant. It's kind of like a pinch nerve where you're just getting this constant, but it's in your head, Head. which is I can imagine why it's called the suicide disease because. So, so what was going on with you? What were your symptoms? Whenever you first yeah, what led out? you to this?
4: Yeah, so um, I grew up in Plano, in Dallas. So I played soccer, Where and at? um, I went to Plano West. Mm. <laughs> I'm from I'm from Richardson, so oh, so yeah. um, I started actually um, I was real tiny when I played, but super feisty and stubborn. <laughs>
1: can't imagine. I saw your I saw your pictures the other day. You're you're a savage.
4: I'm gonna give you that. So, and what's now that I look back. I always had these sinus infections, but they would call them sinusitis Mm -hmm. because I had so much pressure and pain up here. And I would always shove my finger right here in my sinuses. And it was really my nerve. So, but but I had no clue. So between age 14, I would say 13, 14 to 17, I had eight concussions from playing soccer. And yeah, two of them, one of them, I was running up the field. Someone slide tackled me and my feet went left and then my head just went. Straight into the ground Oh wow Um, And after you get You know Two or three You just get them Very easily Mm -hmm. So But I was experiencing I would get These episodes And they told me I had migraines With aura And I would get uh, Vertigo Blurred vision My whole hand And arm Would go completely numb Like I couldn't even feel it It was just dead weight And then it would go Up into my nose My tongue My teeth Like really tight Nerve pain And then last I would get this Ice pick pain Into my eye And I'd throw up
1: and this was in like Jeez. in your teens and 20s?
4: Um, this was from when I was 14 to like 18, kind of oh, in that range gosh. while I was playing. Okay. And that continued on into my early 20s. Okay. And I would get all these, several of these episodes. I would go in, anytime I had a concussion, I would go into the hospital, get CT scans, MRI scans, and all they look for is, you know, tumors, MS, white matter. And if you don't have any of that, you're good to go.
1: Yeah, you pass. Oh, wow.
4: You know, sit out two weeks and then you can keep playing. Yeah. right. Um, so I actually had a full ride scholarship to several schools and my last, um, game I was playing, I was running and this girl went to kick it and I kind of had turned at the wrong time and it hit me in the back of my head and my whole arm went numb. And I was like, I can't, I can't keep doing this.
6: Like a trusted turnout jacket you've had for years, flex seven outer shell fabric delivers a perfectly broken in feel on the very first wear flexible, comfortable and powered with the strength of Enforced Technology, Flex 7 Outer Shell Fabric is made to move. To learn more, visit dot com slash Flex 7. Flex 7, powered by Enforced Technology, only from Tenkata Protective Fabrics. So that was
4: like the hardest for me is all of my high school friends went off and played soccer at all these colleges, and, you know, I went to a nice school, but I wanted to go play soccer, you know, like all right. my friends. And that was one of the hardest things is having to quit my passion and being captain of my high school team and um, select team travel team. And then I had to quit. So,
2: wow, yeah, yeah, that, that definitely puts a <clears throat> imagine that really put a stall on on everything that you were looking forward to in your life. So where do you where did you go from there with with because I am I'm, imagine this pain continued.
4: Yeah. So I just assumed, you know, hey, this is the way it is. Like everything's normal. Quit playing soccer, went to school, you know, graduated and just kind of continued having all these issues. And then where it started changing was in my, I would say, mid to late 20s. Um, all those symptoms suddenly just like stopped and it shifted. And that's when things got real worse because the other ones were more like these episodes that would occur. Mm-hmm. And then it shifted to this like all the time different stuff. Yeah. So basically it felt like my head was in a vice all the time. It felt like my eyes were going to pop out of my head. The pressure was so intense that I even went to the eye doctor and said, can you test this? Like my pressures are off. It feels like my eyes are going to pop out. And they're like, no, it's, they're fine. My hand would numb up and I would kind of have to, do this to get it to come back. Oh, Jesus. Muscle knots so intense. I had, I would get them in my lap muscles, my shoulders, my neck. I was getting six to eight d- deep tissue massages a month.
2: Oh, golly.
4: So I'd literally be at work and I would just couldn't be, couldn't sit up, couldn't be comfortable. And I would just drive straight to a massage place and be like, I don't care what I have to pay. Just get me in. Yeah. I, I hurt so bad. Yeah. And then floaters in the vision, strained vision, constant watery eyes, um, my temple, it felt like something was moving in there and it would just tighten up and you could feel it like almost like an electric pulse moving through there. And it just kind of kept progressing and um, you know what BC powders are. Right. So it's just aspirin, caffeine from the gas station. Um, in the end, I was taking three of those a day, which is a blood thinner, but right. I didn't you know of it at the time. So when I was about 31, 32, 37 now, the shocks and stabs started coming. And that is one of the main symptoms of trigeminal neuralgia. So basically, at any moment in time, you can be talking to someone, and it came in my eye and in my ear, and it would just go stab, 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 or in a le- almost like grabbing your eye yeah. and go like this.
1: Completely unprovoked.
4: Yep, out of nowhere. And you never know when it's coming. And I would get them so bad that I would get pop blood vessels in my eye. So, I would get that and then, you know, wake up the next morning and like half my eye would be red.
1: Unbelievable. So, from basically 14 to 30, 32,
4: uh, 32 mm-hmm.
1: you dealt with that on a daily basis.
4: Yeah, yeah. And even, I forgot this part, but even in high school, um, when I originally went in, I kept talking about my numb arm and they're mm-hmm. like, does it always go numb on the same side? And I was like, um, yeah, I think so. And they're like, are you sure? And I was like, well, I think it's done the other side once or twice. And they're like, okay, good. You don't have a brain tumor. So that was like when I was 15 or 16. Jeez.
1: And this is the doctor.
4: Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> Very blunt. Yeah. So
1: how Broly. many, during this time, how many doctors MRIs do you, I mean, countless?
4: Um, in high school, I probably, well, I had one every time I had a concussion. So right. definitely, you know, eight or nine then. And then once I got to this point of the shocks and the stabs, I was like, something's not right. So I ended up going into Baylor, Dallas and we did a MRI and there was everything was clear again. So uh, my mom actually spoke up at the appointment and one of our family members has trigeminal neuralgia, but they have the classic symptoms. Mm -hmm. So like I said, my teeth didn't hurt. My face didn't hurt. So my mom brought it up and the doctor's like, no, like there's, there's no way you have that. Like you have the wrong symptoms. And my mom's like, can we just test for it? So we did this Fiesta MRI, which is like a higher resolution, and it was like an hour and a half MRI. Mm. Sitting in there, oh <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's so loud. Yeah. So I think I don't know if it's the, the Fiesta, the party MRI because it's like, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Just, yeah. Anyway,
2: I've been to a couple of raves, and that gets annoying after a while. <laughs> after yeah. an
4: hour and a half, yeah. Golly. So at this point, and most people, when I tell this story, they're like, "Why do you wish someone would have this?" And I'm like, "I don't wish that. You're just looking for your validation." So I was no. like, "At this point, I hope this is what I, I have." I want to know
1: that I'm not crazy, or yeah. that yeah. Yeah, yeah. this is not normal because somebody else would be been psychosomatic it. It. Yes. Yes.
2: right right, you can right. Do about it.
4: <clears throat> so the mri i'm waiting three days later i get a phone call um or i'm sorry i go in for the appointment they're like this is negative like you don't have this and i'm so upset i'm like what's what's going on then so i'm at home and three days later my phone lights up at like seven o'clock at night and it's like auto program and it says like neurosurgeon i'm like that's weird hello And he's like, Sheena, I'm reviewing the imaging and the radiologists read this wrong because they do the, you know, the little type the notes report. Mm -hmm. And they said, you actually have this. You have a major artery touching your nerve. And then he goes, you could take anti-seizure meds your whole life, do laser radiation, or we can do the craniotomy surgery. Let me know.
5: Breathing in diesel exhaust fumes is like walking into a fire without a mask. Over time, those toxins lead to cancer. Protect yourself with MagnaGrip the easiest, most reliable exhaust removal system that features a true 100% seal to eliminate diesel exhaust fumes. To get free grant assistance, visit com.
4: <laughs> Excuse me, what? So yeah. three
5: extremes. Which yeah. extreme would you like? Okay. Yeah,
1: God God.
4: Yeah. Um, yeah
2: what, what What was that journey like, pulling the trigger on, on a decision like that?
4: Yeah, so... I had no clue what was going on. I tried to get into some chat rooms and see what people – and most like 95% of what I saw was just bad, 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 bad. Like
1: Yeah, that's like going to WebMD bad. Yeah, yeah.
4: pretty much. Everybody's dying. <laughs> yeah, Take anti-seizure, <laughs> measure, anti-seizure pills your, your whole life, and that affects your organs. Yep. Laser radiation, it damages your nerve. Yep. Potentially, there's a thing called anesthesia de la Rosa, which can – Basically, your body feels on fire for the rest of your life. And, That's,
1: that seems fun.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Or this surgery, which looks completely scary and invasive, um, but there can be you know, success with it. Right. So I kind of did some research and was looking, and I just kind of typed in, it's called MVD, which is microvascular decompression surgery. Mm-hmm. Um, as I knew, I had been taking BC powder, and that was already not good for me and then the radiation thing after i talked to a few people they said i wish i would have just done the surgery so right. i was like okay so i type in mvd surgery and this dr lim at johns hopkins pops up and i click on the video and ba- maybe listen to it for like 10 15 seconds and i just get this feeling i'm like that's that's where i'm supposed to go so he's at johns hopkins and I call up to Hopkins and say, what do I need to do to get this process started? And they said, well, we'll email you three pieces of paper. You have to fill it out. Our whole neurosurgeon team reviews it. And if we can even help you and choose to help you, we'll pick the doctor for you. Mm. I was like, oh, well, oh, yeah. geez. great. Thank you. What if I want to go to this guy? Yeah. yeah. So I fill it out. Three days later, (laughs) we'll
2: (laughs) let you know, but you said that I needed this. Three days
4: later, they call and they say, Dr. Lim wants to see you. So I jump on a plane by myself because I'm stubborn. My parents thought I was absolutely nuts. They're like, why can't you go somewhere in Dallas? And I flew out there. And the first person who walks in, she's like, you know, your symptoms are so I was like, I don't want to see you. I want to talk to Dr. Lim. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm not here to talk to you. Not talk to you.
4: So Dr. Lim walks in and he goes, your symptoms are so off. He goes, but you actually have this. And I said, what would you do if you were me? And one of the best things I've ever heard, he paused and said, I know God's telling me to tell you, I know I can help you with surgery.
2: Ah, bingo. Yep. Okay.
4: Super humble, calm, peaceful, um, helps everyone. It's, it's absolutely phenomenal. Probably relating back with obviously the team of doctors that Sons of the Flag works with in Florida. So I was like, okay. So I ended up booking the surgery, um, three weeks later. And what they do is you basically go under and your head goes in this apparatus. So you don't move. And, uh, they drill a hole in your skull right behind your ear. It's about this big right here. And when they go in, they essentially put a Teflon spacer between the blood vessel vein or artery that's touching the nerve. So they don't touch anymore. So they went in, they do this 3d mapping for navigation they they put the spacer in there. And then he looks for additional compressions, which I had another one that went down into my brain stem. So he was able to correct that. And then when I woke up from surgery, he was like, I'm so thankful you came to me. If an inexperienced neurosurgeon would have messed with the one near your brainstem, you could have potentially had a severe stroke.
1: Oh, yeah,
4: yeah. Oh <laughs> <Jesus>. yes <laughs>
1: i'd love that confidence That's, he has.
4: yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> my, man.
3: my man yes
1: if you went to anybody else but me i do want to highlight that though, is intense because we were kind of talking before this we don't have to say the doctors or hospital but you were talking about your symptoms with the doctor and he basically was in a sense telling yeah you don't have this and you don't look suicidal. Yeah. So was the answer you got from him.
4: Yeah. So I originally had the consult with Dr. Lim and then my parents were like, what if we just go somewhere in Texas just because they wanted to take care of me. Obviously um, the recovery can be anywhere from six to 12 weeks. Um, I'm not normal. I was back at work before two weeks. That doesn't surprise <laughs> so, me at all. I don't think anybody who knows you yes. would be
2: surprised by that. Uh, yeah.
4: But yes, I did go to a local neurosurgeon and I filled out all the paperwork They walked in, didn't even shake my hand, hadn't looked at my paperwork, looked at the imaging and said, Looks like your artery's not even touching your nerve. It's probably sinus pressure. You've never been on any anti seizure meds. Your insurance is not going to approve this. And you don't look suicidal to me.
1: Yeah. That's what I said. That's like, define looking suicidal. Like, that just, that that pisses me off to no end
2: oh yeah that that's that that almost makes me as mad as whenever travis allison went in with his you know fourth degree burns and they're like oh this is psychosomatic
1: oh yeah (laughs) yeah
2: get get bent
4: and and that's half of the reason you know i do what i do is because if i can share my story and every time i share it it helps one person like why wouldn't you because I could have stopped right there, and then you know where would I be now?
1: I think the key takeaway is here is you know your body, you know when something's not right. Do not take no for an answer. Oh yeah, find the results you're looking for. Don't don't go looking for the you know results, but. Do your research. You know, that's amazing. You were able to get, get who you wanted. Get different wanted. opinions. Yes. And, and one person's opinion does not mean the yeah, damn thing. Yeah, you know, yeah. get a second opinion, I get can't, a third.
2: I, I, I think we all know of cases where somebody, where someone's walked into a doctor and be like, there is a, there's either nothing wrong with you or yeah. you go somewhere else and find out they have cancer or something along yeah, those lines. Yeah, you're stage four you cancer and pushing. they completely yep. missed it. Yeah, if don't assume no. you don't feel right, and, it, and sometimes it might be, psychosomatic and sometimes it might be just in your head then go see a therapist and see if you can get that sort of help and that's
1: why we have our doctors here that they're going to listen to what our needs of our patients are they're going to tell them the truth and i think that's a great thing great partnership to have
4: and and i always mirror kind of what i went through with what you guys do similar with the specialized doctors and them listening and that's so crucial because half of this battle is Getting diagnosed and that validation. Mm-hmm. So, once you have a doctor that finally listens to you, so same thing similar to burns, is these doctors are listening, they're helping, they're making them feel heard. That yep. is half of the Absolutely.
2: battle. Yeah, 110%. Well, and it, it, I can't imagine how frustrating it is to know that something's wrong with you, to feel that something's wrong with you, and to have a history of all those concussions. And then just e- even the most minor setback can, can, and have a family member with and it. And have a family member with it. That is, Dealt with it, and and have have that mindset. But it, what a blessing to meet Doctor Lim, Doctor Lim. Lim. Yeah, and, and where's he? So he's with so he John was Hopkins. at Johns
4: Hopkins, and then he now is at Stanford. He went to school there, so he is now the head chair of the whole neurosurgery department at Stanford. yeah, yeah.
2: And this, so this, <laughs> this is just the beginning of this story, though. Mm-hmm. So you've you've gone through all this for, since 14 years old, and you get this surgery. But then you, that kind of opens up a brand new mission for you.
4: Yes. Um, so I kind of start, you know, posting my story. I had this feeling from above that was like, get this out there, post this. And it was funny because I posted the first photo and it was just a side angle of the giant scar line. Oh, I remember seeing yep. it. Yeah. It and everyone, ruthless. everyone goes, oh my gosh, who is that? What happened to them? And I was like, it's me. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. You know, and these events is really what kept me going because at the time it was like I was the one that would carry it out. And now obviously we have all these great, you know, like Lori and Christella and Sherry and the team. Everyone knows how to do these events now. But when we first started doing them, it was like I had to be there to make sure it happened. And I would just run and plan and prep all day. And then I would go home and take a RZA tan and pass out for four hours. Yeah. And, you know, didn't eat dinner and got down to 117 pounds, which I was showing you. And these events is what you know kept me going through everything. So I started posting and sharing the journey. Um, and real quick before I get into to helping, but I had always had issues on both sides. And when we looked up trigeminal neuralgia, there's a lot of doctors that believe you cannot have it on both sides. And I still know people that are told you can't. Mm-hmm. Um, it's super rare. Only 1% to 2% of people, they say, have this. So when I went into surgery one, my mom said, focus on the bad side. Don't even talk about the other side. I was like, okay, so this side gets better. Well, I still have it on the other side. So I end up calling back up to Johns Hopkins and say, is there any way you guys can look at that imaging and just check out the other side? And I'll never forget. They said, yeah, there's a few places touching on the other side. Oh my oh god. god. <laughs> so I was like
1: But you don't look suicidal still yes, so you're yeah. yeah. I was like is this so a, you're not a
4: candidate. Is this a yeah. joke? Jeez. So I'm very positive, but I had the little moment of what if? What if this side doesn't go as well? What if, you know? And finally I had the feeling again that was like, get this out there and start a nonprofit. Mm-hmm. Um, which it's not like official, but obviously I've got, you know, the site and helping. So I ended up doing the other side five months later. Um, that one was a little bit more of a difficult recovery, but I was still back at work after two weeks God. and I joke that
1: I, I, I'm, <laughs> just, I'm just, I, the pictures, I don't know, I, know. <laughs> I got I to gotta applaud you. Well, yeah
4: and you look back and it's like, you're just in survival mode because you just want it to stop. So it's like, what can I do? You're mm-hmm. living pretty much in hell anyway. So it's like, if you're yeah. going to go through this recovery, why not? feel like shit in recovery for a week or two. And then you're able to finally move on, absolutely move forward. Um, But that one, I had two places touching as well, which was a vein. And a lot of doctors say that a vein doesn't cause this to happen. So there are some people who have surgery where veins aren't even addressed. So I'm living proof that a vein caused all that pain as well. Yeah. So because of that, now I have this mission where it's just share my story Um, And obviously, I'm not a doctor, not giving medical advice, but this is just my journey and what I've been through. And then by helping, um, gosh, hundreds of people, I've learned all these individual stories Mm -hmm. of what can and can't happen. Um, And one of the biggest ones is I actually have a mesh with bone cement over the skull hole. And a lot of people have titanium plates. And I personally know seven or eight individuals who had a plate there. And one of my good friends, Chelsea... Um, she met me on social media, found me, she had surgery up in New York and then she couldn't barely walk. She was throwing up, um, had metal taste in her mouth, fluid, and literally like FaceTime me and was like, how was your recovery? Did this happen? I need you to help me. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like, I don't even, I don't even know this person. What do I do? Yeah. So she ended up going to a couple places and I'm like, you have to, we just need to get you to Dr. Lim." And she ended up flying on a plane, laying down the whole way. Golly. They got her in and come to find out her plate was being rejected out of her body
3: mm-hmm.
4: and it caused a CSF leak.
2: Oh, what? Is, okay. Cerebral you're, you're spinal fluid. Yes. It's oh my fluid. gosh. Yeah.
4: Yes. And these are all just, you know, stories not naming anywhere, but a lot of these doctors, once you have surgery, it's almost like, okay, bye. See yeah. It. Good riddance. And, Dr. Lim's team, it's like, well, constantly, you can email them. They'll email you right back. And, and if you've got anything going on, like if you need steroids, if you're having a swelling or an episode. So they get Chelsea in. And once they put that bone cement there, everything was fixed. And I'll never forget, I think it was like 10 days later, she was at the park with her daughter That's watching so her play awesome. soccer.
1: That is so awesome. And
4: we're still friends uh, to this day. So
1: So with the power of social media, you know, we've talked about what you've done for us. Your message has gotten out there, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and how many people? I mean, estimated. How do you? Who's? I mean, how many people do you think you've helped discover this issue and receive treatment?
4: Oh gosh, at this point, probably over four or five hundred. I stopped yeah. counting. But what what happens now? Um, just like we were talking earlier, but um, Daphne, who's on our Garland ISD school board. She's had migraines. And then just through me sharing my story, she did a a virtual consult with Dr. Lim where he reviewed the MRI and she had it. So she flew out, had surgery, and now she's good. I think she's like a year and a half post-op. Well, now she has a friend who has it. So it's basically people that I've helped are helping people, helping people. And now it's just this big group like it's okay to share your story and get this out there yeah,
2: absolutely is it crazy to think how prevalent it, it oh yeah it is because uh, i mean i'm sure you're going into this and and, and it's a smaller community and and you're just kind of getting the surface area and then you just start finding all these different people who are having similar symptoms and have been living in pain this entire time and I'm sure very many at least in the past have just been given opioids or something like well, that. Oh,
1: yeah. How many have ended their life because of yeah. this? Oh, yeah. yeah. That too. That's what's the most bothersome to me. I mean, kudos to you guys living through pain and, and enduring because that that was your will. But how many people have out there have suffered yeah. so long that this was enough? I can't yeah. do this anymore. And that, yep. there's families that are missing them now. And it was just such an I hate to say an easy fix, yeah. but it's a simple fix. Right. Yeah. And it life changing fix.
4: Oh yeah. And and I mean When you get to that point, it's like you're going to try anything, you know. And I think that's what makes me so mad and why I talk about it so much is there are individuals who've gone to local doctors, top hospitals, where they look at the MRI and say, no, there is not a place touching. And then there's several top neurosurgeons. Obviously, I use Dr. Lim because he did my surgeries, who will look at that MRI and say, oh, it's right there. So that person's been told for 5, 10, 15 years they're not a candidate for surgery when if a different doctor looked at it, you potentially could have went and had surgery 10, yeah. 15 years ago.
1: Yeah.
2: Well in and, and so how long has this been been something that the medical field has known about? How long has it been something that they've researched? Is is this fairly new? I mean new neuroscience is is, you know, as far as me- it's medicine goes, fairly L-D-D evolving. Yeah, I'm you know not they-
4: I can't remember when the first procedure was done, but there actually is a woman in Dallas that I spoke with before my surgeries. And I believe now she's had her surgery over 35 years ago. Wow. Okay. And okay. she's still good. So,
2: this is, well, see, awesome. I, I, whenever I think 35 years, you were <laughs> you, you not yeah, born okay. Yet. Yeah. And I, I think, you know, oh, 1970s. <laughs> <I was> just, <laughs> 90, I know. 1990s. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Every, every, every time.
3: Back every in time, my day. It's 2023. <laughs> yeah.
4: Um, yeah. And
2: back in my day. <laughs> <laughs> I do the
4: same thing. And then, um, so this, big- is,
2: this is fairly recent as far as as far as medicine goes. Yeah.
4: Yeah. And, you know, just like changing techniques with closing, clo- uh, closing the skull hole or like I have Teflon in there. Mm-hmm. They can also put like this glue that dissolves. But I decided like I wanted to actually have something in there. Yeah. Um, and what's funny is right after my surgery, I watched that movie about Teflon. Um, that was in the
1: water (laughs) oh yeah oh nice i was like
4: oh that's up there in my head you're talking (laughs) about the titanium
1: in the head i keep thinking of uh uh, uh, vegas vacation oh Uh, gosh uh uncle cousin eddie you know (laughs) know, he's got the old plate up here yeah (laughs) that's all i can think about it's like cousin eddie
2: so what now that you've 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 helped all these different people and you've shared your story, you know, online what you've talked about the nonprofit. What's, what's the next steps? What's the, the setting up the, where do you want to see this go?
4: Oh gosh. Um, I've always thought it'd be really cool to have like a documentary that would just showcase, you know, like 10, 15 people because there's really no solid case where it's like, Oh, I sound like Sheena or I sound like Chelsea. Like everyone has different Mm -hmm. symptoms and, um, how it happened to them, unique and, and it it's I feel like if you had so many people showcasing their journey, you could kind of pick one you relate to yeah. and then potentially reach out. Have you, you know, have you thought help. have
2: you thought about doing any any Zoom like deals or like interviews with these people so you can really No, get that it. would be
4: a good idea. Actually like what we were talking about to set up some sort of where we interview like Chelsea mm-hmm. and hear her story and yeah. then just have that material because most of the stuff out there, it's like scary stuff in a chat room if you even know to like yeah. look to go there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or it's just hospital sites where it's like teeth pain, you know, face sensitivity where mine didn't even sound anything like yeah. that. Yeah. You like, know, and
2: how many how many people out there have? have yeah. You know, just a different a, a pain that might just be unique to them that ended up having this. Yeah.
4: And then um and then also just the support and like I said, I'm not a doctor, not giving medical advice, and I always have to be careful because there are some people that are like. You know, I've had people attack me personally on, you know, social media saying, oh, you're getting paid to do this.
1: Yeah. Oh, this I'm, never
4: happened to you.
1: I'm getting paid to help somebody. Yeah. I was, yeah. Keyboard warriors. There's always, there's always a yeah. yeah. And people.
4: obviously that's illegal. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I'm like, no, like this is after you go 18 years with no answers and finally find hope and no pain. Why wouldn't I share that? Mm hmm. Why would I hoard that information? Well, and
2: also, yeah. what if I am being paid for it and I'm helping people? That's kind of that's kind of how the world works. That yeah. A doctor has to be paid, but he's still helping people. Right. It's like that's how, that's how things go.
4: Yeah. So it's like at the end of the day, it's like I find this. I call it my God job. It's just about helping others. And if I can give information about what I did before surgery and my post-op recovery, where I was back at work after two weeks on both sides versus some people – who are six to 12 weeks or to say like, Hey, guess what? You can also have mesh with bone cement put over the skull hole instead of a plate. Did you know that, Mm -hmm. you know, just educating on recovery. Um, they actually, when you come out of surgery, they give you fentanyl.
3: Oh my God.
4: So this is something super simple. I had no clue what I was doing. So the hardest part for me, which is the thing I hate the most in life is throwing up. Yeah. So I threw up for five hours after my first surgery after I just had a giant hole in my head and That's like having pressure going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So now I tell people, Hey, you know, you can get on an anti-nausea medicine and a patch before you go in for surgery. Yep. And a lot of people don't throw up at all now.
1: Some or yeah. yeah. But it's stuff yeah.
4: you don't know. Yeah. Um, and then as far as another thing that we're talking with doing interviews is almost like, um, kind of just community support after the surgery. Um, I have a real strong faith. Let go, let God's my new motto. And it's kind of like things happen for a reason. Now I'm able to help all these people. And I try not to stress on if there's something bad, like, why is this happening? How can I help? What's the good in this? Mm -hmm. There's a message. somewhere. There's a message. But there's a lot of people that have some sort of kind of post-traumatic stress after the surgery because you're actually always considered in remission. So, heaven forbid, I get in a car accident and hit my head, there's a spacer in there with scar tissue, but does that move? Does a new place touch? I mean, who really knows? So, I could potentially need another surgery in five or ten years, or I may be good for 40 years. I, you know, who knows? But I don't live in that fear, and if I do, I know where to go. Yeah. And a lot of people find it hard because, you know, sometimes... Um, I have another nerve that runs up the back of my head that's not cranial called occipital neuralgia, which I get nerve blocks for that last six months. Mm -hmm. But sometimes I'll get a shock or a stab and I go on. But some people are like, oh, my gosh, is it back?
1: Yeah, Uh, I I could uh, see that. Yeah. No, I I think that's that's huge. I mean, you can't live your life in fear and. I think that's one of the things that most of us do now is that we're constantly living in fear, right? What's yes. my next diagnosis? What's my next problem? No. You know, any anything could happen at any time. And I think we just got to live with that mentality of like every day's not. It, it's you're not promised, yeah. yeah. And yeah. you know, live it to the best of your ability. And I think with us being on fire engineering radio and getting our message out there to military veterans and, and you know, fire and first responders, if you have had a head injury yeah don't just oh, dis, yeah. don't discount the diagnosis right don't
2: if you're having to take pain meds constantly yes. if you're having yeah. to take this stuff constantly seek out answers because that's not normal because addiction the nor- it is not normal to have to take these types of medications over, yeah. and, over and over and you again. know
1: with addiction being what it is if you're stuck on pain meds because you're living God, this life of help. torture and pain reach out to sheena yeah you know she again she's not a doctor but She has most of the answers. If she doesn't, she can point you to somewhere. That's the the beautiful thing about social media is that we can get you information and point you in the right Right direction. direction.
2: And if somebody out there is trying to give you some you know, pseudoscience information on it. Talk to a professional. Mm-hmm. Talk to a professional about it. Sheena's here to tell you her story. So if there's things that you can relate to, then you can go and talk to an actual doctor and try to get some help from them.
1: Yeah, don't don't do this fight alone because I mean, no, no. to live your life in pain and misery. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's not right. It's not right for your family. Uh, I mean, because your family suffered just as much as you did because they saw their your parents saw their daughter. Yeah, and. Complete misery. No answers. Well, it's yeah, they, no didn't, answer. they didn't. They yeah. didn't know how
4: to help, and it was like, when I pushed here, it feels good. When I do this, you know, this yeah. feels. And I'm gonna
1: walk around my life doing <laughs> this, so I feel yeah. good. Yeah. You know. and
4: they're like, "What is wrong with her?" Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Find ways to adapt and feel better. So, and,
4: and what's sad is a lot of people they put you on anti seizure meds, and then some people are on like three or four different kinds, and they just up the dosage, up the dosage, oh, up the dosage. That fixes
1: everything. Yeah. Yes, God. and
4: I had a coworker. When I was telling my story after, I was like, man, it feels like I have worm moving in my head. And he's like, what? He goes, I have that. And he was a Marine veteran. So it turns out he had it too. And he had surgery. Yes. And he was on the maxed out dosage of gabapentin. Oh, no. So he actually was going through withdrawals because he was trying to get off it. And it took him, I think, over six months to get off because he was throwing up. And that's what his body was addicted to. to. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Golly yeah so listen to your body if, if you don't have the answers you want please find find somebody else that's going to help you doesn't mean they're going to give you the answer you're looking for but find the right answers until you figure out what the hell is going on that's yeah. the most important thing
4: yeah and um it sounds scary and my mom used to always tease me she's like sheena you can't just go tell people that you had a hole cut in your head and i was <laughs> like <laughs> what a <bet>? watch me <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's cool, mom. it's cool but you know, if you have something going on, I tell people small steps, small victories. Yes. So if you think, hey, maybe this is what I have, you can go get an MRI with and without contrast. You just request a copy of the CD. They'll cut it for you the same day. It takes 20 minutes. You can literally reach out to Dr. Lim's team through email or phone and they'll schedule you an appointment and get you in within a couple weeks and then they do a virtual appointment. I mean, how amazing is that? Even better, yeah, Where that's they, awesome. They review the imaging and the symptoms, and then guess what? If they say, "Hey, you're a candidate for surgery," you don't ever have to do it, but at least you know what's going you on. You have an option. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. have an. You know what's you have happening. an option. Nor- so. it's
1: everything's normal. I mean, well, normal for what it is. Cause you've now got an answer that you need.
4: Right. You have that. You have that validation. So absolutely. Um. And then, I they keep popping in my head with what you said. Um. But also research. I think would be another thing that I would like to get involved in because um, my cousin also has this. She had surgery on um, um, twice. Um, they went in for trigeminal and there's also another nerve. There's a couple nerves that can have issues in there. So she had surgery on another nerve. So I have three people in my family and then my great aunt um, had horrible headaches and migraines and was always taking pills and we don't really know yeah. what happened. So, you know, is there a hereditary component? Obviously, that's,
1: that was one of the questions that's got me, Yeah, especially, with, you know, you said your there's, family there's, member.
2: there's, there's there certainly must be like a, a
1: sports component or, or well, you know, if there could be a, something that's a weakening in that area yeah. that causes this to occur more, so, more often in certain individuals versus others, you know,
2: what is, what is the funding for this? Like, cause I, Uh, obviously medical insurance is is, can only cover so much. And, and, you know, is, is that a field that you would like to get into where you can actually help people get these surgeries, people who may not have health insurance that are suffering with this?
4: Yeah, that would be, I mean, even interesting with like the veterans, is there a way that, you know, I believe there was a veteran that was able to look up and that like trigeminal neuralgia was not listed in like the criteria. Uh. Um, but me, even with my insurance, depending on where you go, I believe it's like a four hundred fifty thousand dollars surgery. <laughs> yeah, and then based on your insurance, you're paying anywhere from five hundred dollars to ten grand, you know, yeah. to cover it. Yeah. Um. And and what's really hard is, you know, not to be political, but when people talk about universal health care and all these things, there's all these people in Canada. Mm-hmm. It's taken it takes them two years to even get to like a doctor, like a neurosurgeon, Mm. and then the techniques that they have up there. So there's actually um, people that are flying from Canada to have surgery with Dr. Lim, and they go through international medical services for, you know, special rates and stuff. Um, Socialized um, medicine is not
2: all that's cracked up. Socialized medicine helps for... You know, if I'm going for a cold or if I need to be seen yep. for a
1: broken up, which minor, the, minor things,
2: the majority of a lot of you know health care is that, you know, not paying five thousand dollars for stitches or something along those lines. But whenever you're needing something like this, yeah, like waiting two years after you, if with a suicide disease,
1: yeah, transplants or anything like that, it's
2: no yeah. way.
4: And and I think that's really hard. So I have a, a website up that just has my whole story. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of cool because you can see where people log on from. And I think I'm up to like. 35 countries or something. Oh, wow. And through social media, you know, there'll be people all over the world that will message me. And I try to offer advice about like, you know, the blood type diet helps reduce inflammation because oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. some of them can't have a procedure. They don't have even access or funds to even come over here. So I think that's hard to see that there's some people that have to suffer with this. And, you know, you try to offer whatever advice you can.
2: Absolutely. Well, Sheena, we're, we're coming to the end of this. what, Give us your handles. How can people reach you? Yes. Um.
4: Best way is if they just go to uh, my website. So it's SheenaSharapata.com. So S-H-E-E-N-A-S-H-A-R-A-P-A-T-A.com. There we go. Yep. And then you can just submit like a little request and then it sends it to me. And then, you know, I can message you directly if you're having any questions on, you know, trigeminal neuralgia, concussions, you think you may have it. Um, you can just look me up on LinkedIn. I share a lot of other people's stories as well as all the stuff we're doing with sons of the flag and how to get involved. Um, we've got our clay shoot. I was the say, fifth one.
1: Yep. Yeah. August
4: 22nd. Somewhere towards the end of August. I 22nd or 23rd. Yeah. Um, that's our fifth annual. So if you want to get involved now, you can verbally commit. Um, and we're trying to raise some good money to help burn survivors. So definitely get involved with that.
1: Yeah.
2: Hell yeah. And we have our, uh, uh, stars and stripes coming up soon a
1: couple weeks yep oh my gosh it's only a couple <laughs> weeks yep. it's like yep, three yep. weeks right
2: my wife and i just celebrated our first anniversary and Aww. i'm like how did that how did that year go by so fast <laughs> like
1: time we're, flies we're, we're having here. fun landing. that's true i did get to go around the you world. you haven't gotten in trouble yet with her so <laughs> i love my wife she doesn't yell at me at all <laughs>
2: Man, you were you were partying it up at Country for Country. I it's had
1: me it. a phenomenal time. Yeah.
4: Did yeah. you see the pictures yet? There's some good ones. Oh yeah, yeah I need I'm to, afraid uh, to. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no.
1: I need to. I, yeah. No, Country for Country was a huge success. Um, man, yeah, Country for Country. Then so much fun. Stars and Stripes, and then we start the brand new year. Yep. Right, yep, and yep, then. Yep. We got the clay shoot in August. So,
3: yes. oh, and Birdman
2: has—he's uh, having this fireside chat that I find super fascinating. He's basically getting a bunch of World War II veterans. Oh, cool. oh that's in and, December, in, right? Yeah, in December, I think. Yeah, um, I'm going to be out of town for that one, but if if you're looking for it, I think it's fireside—it's fireside chat something. Yeah, I, I can't remember, but uh. uh Reach out to Brian Birdman Parrot, and I'm sure I'm sure he'll tell you all about it.
4: Yes. And as I was gonna say real quick, um, if you want to get involved in support, um, one of the easiest things you can do, obviously, all over the country, you can log on to Sons of the Flags website and just donate. And if there's local fire departments, a lot of times there's associations. Mm-hmm. Um, or even you guys, just log on and donate $20, 50 bucks, Anything helps. That's what
1: I was going to say, because it's great on our site when you click the donate page it tells you a breakdown again full transparency mm-hmm. where's your money going what is it donate you know what your donation is going to 25 dollars covers your your hospital parking fees yep all the way up to 2,500 dollars to fund an entire family right so you can kind of see the cool breakdown of how you can help help a burn survivor mm-hmm. um and, you know again they're not victims or survivors and then and you know, they, they end up becoming he'll show you that Correct, and they end up becoming ambassadors, and they have a message. And you know, people like Sheena changing the world—you know, whether you know it or not—you're helping people on multiple fronts, and I think it's phenomenal, especially the first responder community, because who knows that this message today is going to get out to somebody that's been having these experiencing these types of symptoms that they have no clue, and they're tired of taking medicine. Don't live with no answers, you know. And you might have just pointed them in the right direction. So
4: yes, and I'll say this: it, it happened over the weekend, but Lori. Who you know, um, actually just came across the first responder who believes they have this and mentioned that I was very busy. And I'm like, hey, I can multitask, so please don't ever be afraid to reach out. And mm-hmm. um, I'm not too busy; I will respond to everyone. So I'm here to help. Uh, it's very, very quick and easy information to get you guys connected. Because yep. you're on
1: all social media platforms, yes. right? Yeah, you can f- follow Sheena on Facebook, Instagram. Yep, I, I'm on there too. I, I, I dabble in a little bit of that. So I, don't, <laughs> I don't know too much, so I have an account. If you I just, can stay off. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I have an account. I might get a notification every now and then. Somebody looked at your profile. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, LinkedIn and all that stuff. So feel free look her up, follow her, share her, get in contact with her. Mm-hmm. Um again, she's And you're going to be hearing available. a lot
2: more a lot more from her. That's that's for certain.
1: Absolutely. So, you know, another good one. Another great show. Um as always, you know, you can look us all up, all of our information through sonsoftheflag.org. Um go to our website, join the task force, how do you want to get involved, volunteering, if you want to set up an event mm-hmm. that we are the beneficiary to yes. let us know. I have a lady here who can help point you in the direction on how to make stuff like that happen. It's kind of her wheelhouse.
2: Or if you're interested in just doing some personalized fundraising, we, we can, can help you get a fundraising page set up. If you really wanna, you know, challenge some of your friends to do some fundraising too. We can we can set that up as well.
1: Yeah, you know, burns are not going away. Our <laughs> mission's not going away. We're growing bigger every year. Um It's because of you guys that are listening and following and sharing our message out, right? Sharing our story out on social media, letting your friends and your fire departments and your police departments and your veterans groups know. Get the word out there. You know, no one's in this fight alone. We're all together no matter what. No, What you're encountering, we're all in this together. So if you want to join the task force, get a hold of Greg or Landon. We'll get you signed up. We'll put you to work. Uh, and we're going to really put you to work and if now. You know,
3: And if you
2: know somebody who's been burned, yes. there's been a lot of that going around, obviously, with what happened in Hawaii. Well,
1: you, uh, you saw the NFL player, right? No, I didn't. I didn't see this one until I saw his social media page. He got uh, a fire pit accident, burned his face. Uh, oh, Cleveland wow. place with the Cleveland Browns. It had... it. He shared his space to show he's trying to bring the stigma. It's okay to be a burn, you know, yeah, survivor. Burn survivor. Oh, wow. And I saw his picture. And I would not heard the story. I'm like, you got to be kidding me.
2: I did not know that. No, yeah. I have to
1: look that up. Um, it, it if, if you know somebody,
2: please as quickly as you can go to our website, mm-hmm. fill out our burn survivor support form, Um, let us get started ASAP because the sooner we get started, the sooner we can get them to a one, you know, a massive shot surgery and, and we can begin to support them. And we have not only, you know, the, the surgery support, but we have the individual burn survivor support and we have family support.
1: Yes. Our resources are deep, you know, yep. and we we've got people in the right places. And I promise you, you're not going to go alone in this journey. So nope. Sherry will be with you immediately as soon as you submit that request. A and DJ will sh- contact you as yep. well. DJ will too. And so again, we we have so many people operating in this organization on their own minimal dime if not free. You yep. know, I think seventy five percent to eighty percent of this organization is operating on their own time, and yep. that's what's beautiful. Yep. Um, task Force members, thank you guys um greg thanks for just being super kick-ass like you've always been to us yeah sherry love you you're amazing Yay. thanks for putting <laughs> up with us landon i'm okay he, landon, remember landon is always for hire for the <laughs> podcasts. he is it may be into some special projects if you need a, if you need a rapping song if, if you, you got an of
2: yeah. you know i don't know yeah <laughs>
1: oh my god you're an idiot. <laughs> uh, but again, Sheena, if you need her, all social media, find her, reach out to her. Let me spell the name one more time. Um, that way, in case you miss it for the first time, it's S H E E N A S H A R A P A T A, not Pada, <laughs> Pada. <clears throat>
3: So, we had, we had to sure clarify have. that
1: again. Yeah. You, you, yeah. You can't go texting on this and mess everything <laughs> up. So, um, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you to Fire Engineering <laughs> Blog Talk Radio. Thank you, Sheena, for being our thank wonderful Thank you for guests. having me. Thank you for being awesome and talking and making this yeah, conversation it, flow. <laughs> well,
4: y'all are making a difference. <laughs> no,
1: no, you're making a huge difference. You're, you know, you're affecting everything and you're having your hand on a lot of stuff. So, 210%. it's awesome. So thank you, guys. Thank you to the task force. Thank you, Sun to the Flag, all of our donors and board members. Thank you, guys. And, again, stay safe and always keep the mission first.
2: Yes, sir.
5: Seconds count when responding to an emergency. Minutes save count when documenting your day. Emergency networking makes records management easier and faster with its fire and EMS solution. User-friendly, complete online and offline functionality, highly customizable, all at an affordable price. For more information, please visit emergencynetworking.com.
0: IFSTA is dedicated to updating firefighting techniques and safety through the creation of our manuals, apps, curriculum, resource one, and more. Our high-quality, technically accurate, and affordable training and education materials have made us a worldwide leader of the fire service. Visit us at ifsta.org for more information.
6: Like a trusted turnout jacket you've had for years, Flex 7 Outer Shell Fabric delivers a perfectly broken-in feel on the very first wear. Flexible, comfortable, and powered with the strength of Enforced Technology, Flex 7 Outer Shell Fabric is made to move. To learn more, visit tencatafabricscom slash Flex 7. Flex 7, powered by Enforced Technology. Only from Tencata Protective Fabrics.
5: Breathing in diesel exhaust fumes is like walking into a fire without a mask. Over time, those toxins lead to cancer. Protect yourself with MagnaGrip. The easiest, most reliable exhaust removal system that features a true 100% seal to eliminate diesel exhaust fumes. To get free grant assistance, visit MagnaGrip.com.